Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shalom. 
tegen, over mooi af tegen, hoi over mooi af tegen, bij jou, bij jou, bij jou, bij ons een gast, hem over mooi af tegen, bij ons een gast, lip hem, bij jou, bij jou, bij jou, bij ons een gast, hem over mooi af tegen, bij over mooi af tegen, bij jou, bij jou, bij jou, bij ons een gast, hem over mooi af tegen, bij ons een gast, hem
That is uh, Baruch Levine here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Uh, that's brand new off the CD entitled Modim. Before that, the Chevro with Kito from Chai. Lipa had Lipa Faith's uh, Chatzotros. Aryeh Kunzler with Hashem's Fasai. Yoel Sharabi's Jerusalem medley. Bone Yerushalayim from Moshe Shechter and Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's JM in the AM Tuesday on this October the 8th, the fourth day in the month of Marcheshvan, the year 5774. Tough Shanai and Dal at 54 degrees, partly cloudy, high temperature 69. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 52. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature 65 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 82, Tel Aviv at 84, Haifa at 77, a lot, 82 degrees. We're at 54 right now on a Tuesday as we say good morning. At JM in the AM. Well, first of all, the report from last night, I can uh, tell our entire audience that Hollander is married. <laughs> well, I know this because I announced the Hassan and Kala as they walked into their wedding hall. Uh, Mazel Tov to, uh, and I saw the chuppah, that's true as well. <laughs> Mazel Tov to Shani Marks and Chaim Hollander. 
The big wedding took place last night in Cedarhurst, and it was just an unbelievable celebration. It was just a remarkable celebration. And uh, it was great to reunite with old friends. It was great to uh, be together with people who've been waiting for this day for quite a while. It was just wonderful. Mazel tov to Mrs. Hollander, Chaim's mother, and of course the entire Marks family. And the Hollander family from all of us here at JM in the AM. And uh, it was just a spectacular night. It was really great. Walked into the house and the Jets kicked a game-winning field goal. That also added added to the spectacular evening. Uh, so in Yerushalayim yesterday, of course, the uh, hundreds of thousands. I don't even know which report to go with. There are those who are reporting that at the funeral of Harav Avad Yosef, there were half a million people. Certainly hundreds of thousands. I have heard people toss around the figure one million which would be unbelievable. I believe the largest gathering for a Jewish uh, event, excuse the expression in this case, um, because usually event is something more positive. But anyway, um, the largest gathering in in the history of the state of Israel, clearly. And um, yesterday I had an opportunity, and today you'll hear it, uh, those of you who are on the stream and who are really, really, focused on our amazing brand new programming. Um, at 10 o'clock today, I have the opportunity to speak to Rabbi Dr. Benjamin Lau. Rabbi Lau, in addition to the books that he's written recently, uh, which we analyzed during the hour, uh, he wrote both of the Sages, Volume 3, and he wrote the book on uh, the prophet Jeremiah. In addition to that, he's one of the world-renowned experts on the life and philosophy of Rabbi Yosef. Even though we never reveal this for the purposes of the of the broadcast, I spoke to him just minutes after he returned from the funeral. And the first few minutes of the conversation are about the life, the philosophy, the impact of Haravavad Yosef in Israel and beyond. I think you'll find it very interesting. So we're going to do that later on. It'll be on at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmtheam.org. We might have a uh, <coughs> a report from somebody who was actually there at the funeral yesterday in a unique and interesting situation, and um, we will take it from there. But the uh, the the news, of course, I mean, the news yesterday, of course, was his passing. The news today is the number of people who converged on the holy city of Jerusalem to be there for his uh, burial. We've seen a lot of photos online. Of um, of the proceedings and what Yerushalayim, the center of Jerusalem, looked like during the funeral yesterday, it was just unbelievable. Twenty three minutes before seven o'clock on this Tuesday, fifty four degrees, partly cloudy, the high going up to seventy. JM in the AM, and um, I know that some people in our listening area are without power. It was a uh, It was a, an afternoon yesterday of some on and off really difficult storms to deal with. I hope that everybody has their power back at this point. But I know some areas got affected pretty badly by the the downpours in the surrounding area. Hope everyone is safe. JM and the AM, as uh, we continue, this is the uh, 
This is the Fusion CD from uh, Shlomo Simcha. And in honor of last night's Chassan and Kala, Shani and Chaim Hollander will do this Ode Yishama. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
rájt, lomikén bőr dicsőgén. Ti tojre vidi zúdor csájt, drogi vejt mit hszidis, ézőj
know the words, sing it. J.M. and the A.M. Spartak medley done by Yaakov Shweki. Avremo had mine fill in a brand new one off of Amachaya. Eitan Katz, Anila Dodi, Shlomo Simcha with Odi Shamaz. We say Mazel Tov to the Marks and Hollander families and last night's big Simcha. J.M. and the A.M. At a minute before 7 o'clock on a Tuesday, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 69. Partly cloudy tonight and tomorrow, low tonight 52. Tomorrow we go to 65. We're at 82 in Yerushalayim, 54 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Don't forget, Rabbi Dr. Benjamin Lau. 
Rabbi Dr. Benjamin Lau is going to join us from Israel uh, today at 10 a.m. <clears throat> we'll discuss a couple of his recent works, and we're going to open the conversation with a discussion about Haravavad Yosef. He is one of the world-renowned experts on the philosophy and learning of Haravavad Yosef, and we'll discuss that at 10 o'clock this morning on the stream, jmnam.org. My thanks to Corin Publishers for making Rabbi Lau available to us for this morning's conversation. That'll be at 10, p- 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And a big thank you to the Judaica House in Teaneck. They have uh, <clears throat> to put all of Rabbi Benjamin Lau's uh, books on a uh, special that they're actually calling an Achim Siegel special uh, in light of, um, of the release of his most recent works on Yermio and on the Sages. So I thank the uh, Judaica House for that in Teaneck, New Jersey. JM in the AM, and our news from Israel is scheduled next. Do we have our news from Israel? Oh, it's one of those days. We'll see if we can get to our news from Israel. If we do, it'll start momentarily at the top of the hour, and I'm sure that all the different uh, estimates of yesterday's crowd at the funeral of Haravad Yosef will be discussed. Galitzal is reporting, I believe, 850,000 people at the funeral in Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next at JM in the end. פרס נובל בפיזיקה לשנת 2013 to our understanding of the origin of mass of subatomic particles. Azokhim im Francois Angler mu Universitat Bruxelles u Peter Higgs mu Universitat Edinburgh. Katabet khatshot khots nama Ertishik metsayenat kelpi vadat pras ashnai minikhu et ha'tashtit ha'teoretit lema shasuya liot achat ha'tagliot ha'gdolot shel amada biyameinu giluy ha'khelkik ha'tatatomi ha'masbir et ivatsrut ha'massa ba'yakum. הרמטכ"ל מציג כך עלולה להיראות המלחמה הבאה. זוהי מערכה שראשיתה תיתכן בטיל מדויק אל עבר בניין המטכ"ל שיפגע בלב הקריה בתל אביב. אפשר שזו תהיה מתקפה קיברנטית על אתר המספק שירותים יומיומיים לאזרחי ישראל והרמזורים יפסיקו לפעול או הבנקים יושבתו, מי שחי במינוס זה לא אסון גדול. היא יכולה להתפתח גם במנהרת תופת שתביא לקריסת גן ילדים או בהסתערות המון אל יישוב סמוך גדר. היא יכולה להיות משולבת בכל אלו, והאפשרויות עולות על כל דמיון. כתבתנו יערה ברק מציינת כי רב אלוף גנץ אמר את הדברים בכנס של מכון בגין סאדאת, שנערך בכותרת ישראל 2020, הסיכויים והסיכונים בעתידה של המדינה. חשד לרצח בנתניה, דש טייף מדווחת על גבר בן 43, שנמצא ללא רוח חיים בדירתו. אחיו הוא שדיווח על הגופה למשטרה, נסיבות האירוע נבדקות. בית המשפט הורה לפנות מאחז אקולוגי של בני גרעין בהר אלדד שבנגב, אלא ששבוע עבר והמפגע הסביבתי עדיין שם. כתבנו בדרום, רמי שני. תושבי התנחלות הר אלדר מסבירים כי הם פועלים כחוק. נכבד את החלטת בית המשפט ונתפנה לפתרון התיישבותי מוסדר, הם אמרו. עם זאת הודו כי אין להם בנמצא פתרון שכזה. 
מרשות מינהל מקרקעי ישראל נמסר כי אם ההתנחלות לא תפונה, תפעל הרשות בהתאם לסעד המשפטי שקיבלה. העבודה התומכת בניצן הורוביץ לראשות עיריית תל אביב, כך לפחות טענה מפלגת מרץ, אלא שבמקביל הודיעה העבודה, אנחנו תומכים בחולדאי, מבולבלים, שרון פולבר מדווחת. בשעות הבוקר שחררה רשימת מרץ הודעה לפיה עשרות חברי העבודה מתל אביב יפו ופעילים בכירים במחוז תל אביב של המפלגה צפויים לקיים היום כנס תמיכה בניצן הורוביץ. אלא ששעה אחר כך שחררה מפלגת העבודה קמפיין חדש שתומך דווקא בראש העיר המכהן. תחת הכותרת מחזירים את חולדאי לעבודה. מזג האוויר עלייה משמעותית בטמפרטורות, מחר כבר חם מהרגיל. אלה החדשות שעורך אסף ליברמן.
18 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. On the way to school, on the way to work, thanks for listening in to JM and the AM. Much appreciated. Don't forget, you can catch us on the on the um, uh, app, on the Nahum Siegel Network app, on the JM and the AM app. You can catch us on the app. You can catch us on our listen line at 212-419-4241. You can uh, uh, check out our podcast of Nahum Siegel Network programming. Go to my website, NahumSiegel.com, for details on that. Also, today is Tuesday, which means today is 9 at 9 day. Tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, Yassi Zweig will host the inaugural edition of the Top 9 at 9 based on your votes. If you go to my website, you'll see the fourth tab from the left says 9 at 9. You can vote for your favorite song. A lot of folks are very happy that there's finally a countdown in the... uh, world music community that is based exclusively on internet voting 
and not any other influences. Only one vote per computer each week. So you can check out. We play, yeah, we actually played some of these songs this morning. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, if you have any complaints about the list of songs that's there, complain to Yussi's Wag. <laughs> and, and there is a space for you to put in an other song if you have something you'd like to recommend and then vote for. ZK does a live lunch today at 11 a.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmnam.org, but not before I speak to Rabbi Benjamin Lau. Rabbi Benjamin Lau is author of uh, two recent current publication books. Uh, both uh, one on Jeremiah and one on the Sages, volume number three. Before we speak with him about those books, we will get his feelings on the passing of Haravavad Yosef. He did his doctoral work on the philosophy of Haravavad Yosef and was very close with him. We'll open up our conversation with that at 10 o'clock Eastern time this morning here at JM in the AM. We call that hour by the book, and uh, we will take care of that uh, between 10 and 11 Eastern time. Looking forward to speaking to Rabbi uh, Binyamin Lau, uh, who will be in Israel. And we will speak with him 10 o'clock Eastern Time this morning. Benny Friedman had a bocher. You heard Yonatan, you heard Yonatan Sheinfeld with, uh, with Tinatzel Nafshi and Kaveret, uh, Kaveret from the Kaveret Park. Mayor Weingarten played a, um, a Lamrota Cole from Kaveret yesterday. I don't know if that was from that. I don't think it was from that concert. Maybe it was from the more recent one. Uh, I gotta ask him. He played it on the Israel show yesterday. And, um, I have to ask him where it came from. Anyway, that was from the, uh, Kaveret Park triple CD from about, I don't know, 15 years ago or so here at JM in the AM. More coming up. We hope to speak to somebody who was there yesterday in the thick of things during the largest gathering in the history of the state of Israel. That, of course, the funeral of Haravavad Yosef. Plenty more. Keep it up if you keep it here on a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Yonatan Sheinfeld, uh, Ribbono Shalom is the name of that selection here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Excuse me, Yisrael Amar. <laughs> I knew I was wrong. Yisrael Amar with Tain Bracha off of the CD entitled by Yomahu here at J.M. in the A.M. Nefesh Benefesh posted on Facebook, Mazal Tov to all the new Olim who arrived on a group flight today, including 39 singles, many of whom will be studying at Bar Ilan. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Even during the time of year when you wouldn't suspect large groups heading to Israel to move there permanently, there's Nefesh Benefesh making sure to take care of yet another group that's... Uh, Made a commitment to the Holy Land. Want to thank Oneg Shemesh. Did a great live music alert Monday for us yesterday. Really a great show. Wonderful live performance. Want to thank Oneg Shemesh. If you missed any of it, there's an archive section at jmnam.org. Check it out. Really good. And speaking of uh, great musical performances, want to thank the Neshama Orchestra for including me last night at the uh, Mark's Hollander wedding. Um, it was great. Havrami Weisberger... Ofi Nat, um, Ari Boyanju, whom I Shuby, uh, Mark Feinberg. Um, oh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. <laughs> I know it. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, it, and and uh, Eli Zamek and many more. There were a whole bunch of great musicians there last night. Place sounded great out in the Cedarhurst. Mazal Tov again to the Hassan and Kala. The traveling Hasidim are coming back for their fourth annual Shabbos at the New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. And it's happening this coming Friday night and Shabbos. The entire community is invited to an Oneg and Shul after the big meal on Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, there's a Kumsitz-style concert where everyone is invited free of charge. New Springville Jewish Center in Staten Island invites and welcomes the traveling Hasidim to the shul again. Information, 917-865-2026, 917-865-2026. The Cantor's Minister's Guild presents a special memorial concert commemorating the 80th yard site of um, Cantor Yassela Rosenblatt this coming Sunday at 7.30 at Congregation B'nai Israel of Linden Heights. 9th Avenue and 46th Street, Cantors, Schneer Zalman, Baumgarten, Ushi Blumenberg, Pinchas Cohen, Eiser Newman, Yaakov Rosenfeld, Robert Vague, Daniel Gildar, they're all participating. Information at 718-213-9046, 718-213-9046. And Joel Chasnoff, who I've always wanted to interview on this show, but I'm not quite sure how my audience would react to the conversation with me and him. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, he is uh, presenting his uh, very, very funny stand-up routine at the Amuna of Brooklyn event coming up this Sunday. Uh, there'll be boutiques. There'll be a buffet dinner. There'll be uh, delicious desserts. Uh, this coming Sunday, starting at 6.30 in the evening at the Kingsway Jewish Center in uh, Brooklyn, New York. You gotta make a reservation. Information at 718-864-3962. 718-864-3962. He was a tank gunner in the Israeli army. He wrote about his experience in the Israeli army. It's funny. It's detailed. Often too detailed. 
And in terms of the big picture, it's fascinating. So he is there uh, this coming Sunday night. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Bava Basa, Oila l'oilam, she'avad manhigai, v'oila l'asfina, she'avad kavranita. Woe is to the world that has lost its leader. Woe is to the ship that has lost its captain. All of the great people of the world stood in line on the day when Avraham Avinu was nifter. They voiced this expression of woe. The Pesach asks, What message is being conveyed here? What are the sentiments of the two different assessments of a manig and a kavranita, of a leader and a captain? He explains that our sages are referring to two different eras in world history. There are the times of peace and tranquility, when Klal Yisrael needs a leader. However, during the years of turbulence, similar to a ship sailing into stormy waters, the times demand a captain who can navigate the dangerous seas and bring the ship into port safety. Avraham Avinu was both. He was a leader in the times of peace and a courageous captain in times of turmoil. Just yesterday, world Jewry suffered a great loss with the passing of the great Goin and Tzaddik, Harav Chaim Ovadi Yosef. His passing leaves a void that simply cannot be filled. Chacham Ovadia, as he was affectionately known, from the earliest age showed signs of future greatness. He sprang to world renown as Rishon Lezion, as Israel's chief rabbi. He was a genius in learning, who wrote so many svarim, the Yabia Oimer, Shilas and Chuvas, Yechavedas, Chazonavadye, Yalkut Yosef, Anaf Eitzavos, and the list goes on and on. Thousands of people came from all over the world to seek his advice and his blessing. He wasn't afraid to speak out on the issues of the day that needed to be addressed. His breathtaking shurim were broadcast around the world. Reb Nochem once gave a hespid on the Malbim. There were a group of people who were lost in the forest. It was at night. They had candles. The candles began to go out, one after another. When one person was holding the very last candle that was still burning, it too began to flicker. He began to cry bitterly. Someone said to him, You fool! Didn't you know that all the candles were going to burn out? He answered, Yes, I knew that. But I thought before the last candle would burn out, we would have found our way out of the forest. We were all sure that our Rebbe, that Chacham Ovadia, was going to be here to lead us until the Geula comes. Oila l'oilam she'ovad manhigai v'oila l'sfina she'ovad kavranita May his great life be an inspiration to us all. May it spur us on to higher heights of Avodah Hashem, and may his memory be a blessing for all of Klal Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. And he was uh, such a giant, such an influence, such a uh, revered and l- beloved uh, rabbi leader. 
that estimates in terms of how many people gathered for his funeral. I've seen some people toss around the figure a million. Uh, it seems that 850,000 is one of those figures that is uh, being tossed around even more. Uh, how many was it? Half a million, 700,000, 800,000, a million, whatever the figure is. It's the largest gathering in the history of the state of Israel. And it's all to pay tribute to Chacham Ovadi Yosef. Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who many of you know, of course, and uh, I've mentioned many times, has done great work with uh, Hatzalah in the heart of Jerusalem, uh, was called upon, uh, as I would guess every member of Hatzalah was yesterday, to take part somehow in securing uh, the the area of Yerushalayim and in terms of uh, helping people who need help during a mass gathering like that. And he's with us live via telephone. Rabbi Yigal Siegel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. How are you? Am I right that basically every Hatzalah member was given some type of assignment? We, we were given we were given areas. Um, basically, they split us up. Uh, first of all, there were the guys on motorcycles, and there were guys in ambulances, and then there were guys on foot. And I was one of those on foot, and we were given just an area to be at. Um, because I arrived at the uh, at the office when they were giving out um, areas, I arrived kind of late. <laughs> so I got to cemetery. <laughs> so it's so funny. I, I, being, I, I uh, would I would think you'd have to be early to get to cemeteries. I would guess they would want the first people to go there and work their way out. You know, sort of. Well, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, I I imagine. I mean, I it, it's impossible to describe the scene anywhere in your shrine last night. I mean, you know, we have been at 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 uh, funerals of of great tzaddikim, and, and we have never seen anything like this. Um, so that for sure, whatever estimates they are, have to be more than Rav Yashiv or Rav Shlomo Zalman. I mean, it just—it was just unbelievable amount of people. See, this is an unfair question to ask you because of where you end up, and we'll talk about that. But is there any way you could tell us boundaries of where the really large, you know, packs of people went to in terms of you know streets that our listeners would be familiar with? Would you have any idea, you know, where the crowd expanded to? Well, it's hard for me to say because, as you know, like I, I was in the cemetery basically from the beginning. Right. But, um, basically, the root of the of the uh, of the funeral, and it's from from Yeshivat Porat Yosef, which is if people are familiar. It's off Malchay Israel, which is the main street in Geula that leads into Meisharim. Um, it's it's not that far from this from the Sanhedria Cemetery where our father is buried and our brother is buried. Um, but so from that from Geula down towards Shmuel Hanavi down Bar Ilan. Rehovim Yehu, those are you know familiar names that people might, might recognize. And basically, every one of those boulevards is packed side to side. I mean, yeah, a... I mean, it, to the point where I mean, co- talking from a Hatzalah standpoint, we heard on the walkie-talkie about uh, the collapse of a wall near uh, the Schneller uh, um, camp, which uh, is right across the street from Parat Yosef, where people were injured. Um, people fell from 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 heights trying to you know get a. A better view of what's going on, and they and they were injured. I mean, it's just it, it was a very dangerous situation. I mean, it, a, a miracle. I'm assuming this is true. A miracle that nobody was killed, right? Uh, there is no question it was a miracle. I'm telling you, Nahum, When I was at the cemetery, I was with other guys from Hatzalah. We were standing there, and we were relatively, you know, thank God we were in an area where it had been cordoned off by the police, and people were pushing the police back towards where we were, and I. I I don't know how many times we said it to each other, like, something bad is going to happen here. Like, it just, they will not be able to hold them back. And even, and even after the burial took place, 
they they wouldn't leave. What time would you say the burial actually took place? The burial actually took place probably around ten fifteen. I was not in the cemetery itself, and I was down um, by the entrance of the cemetery. Those people were familiar on uh, Shmulanavi itself, um, where the barriers were. They asked us to be there in case you know someone got. Literally, they asked us in case someone got crushed to be able to pick them up and carry them to the triage area where, where Mazda was. And uh, a guy who was with me, I want to tell you something. A guy who was with me saved a man's life. He he jumped over like three people to grab someone who was being basically was being trampled because he had started fainting because you know he needed water. And he basically, he and a couple of policemen were able to carry him over to us so we can get him to, to safety. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was really probably one of the most frightening experiences in my life to see what was going on there. Uh, now, okay, for the actual burial, you're right outside the cemetery, as you just said. Uh, but for those of us familiar with it, is he, is he buried right when you walk into the cemetery area, to the, to the plots area? Yeah, when you walk into the area of... Um, when you walk up to to Sanhedria, so it's a, it's a very big cemetery. But when you walk in from that from that entrance, um, he's buried immediately on the right side as you walk into the first area where pe- where the graves are. So if the burial wife was buried. if the burial is um, let's say ten fifteen, you know, based on your estimate, at what point did you finally feel like the area was being cleared out? Well, I left, and I, I owe a, great, a debt of gratitude to Ravad Yosef's brother, <laughs> because Ravad Yosef's brother um, came to the to Laya. I, I don't. He's. Not, I believe he's not. He's not anyone that we would know who he is. I don't even know his first name. And he's an old man. And another Hatzalah guy walked him down from the actual grave, and I joined him to help get him through the crowd, uh, just to get to his car. And so I, that's how I left. Because otherwise, I, I would, I might, have, I might have been there for another two hours based on the crowd. And what time was that around? I left around a quarter to eleven, and made, made my way back to the Hatzalah office. I was in the Hatzalah office by eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Egal Siegel with us live via telephone. He was there, literally in the thick of things yesterday. Spent time in the cemetery at Sanhedria before the burial of Ravad Yosef, and then was assigned to be right outside the cemetery as the burial was taking place. You mentioned to me off the air a couple of, uh, I guess what we would call, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, crazy story. I mean, you already alluded to some of the uh, the things that went on in terms of uh, lives being saved and, and uh, the police in Hatzalah, uh joining together to help people. But one of the things you mentioned to me earlier was uh, that someone actually gave birth in the <laughs> right near where the cemetery is yesterday, and you're assuming that they had no choice but to stay home for that. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the final story was. We heard on the um, we heard on our walkie-talkies that a lady was giving birth on um, Rehov Eli Hakohen, which for people who are familiar is on um, is on the street going down towards the cemetery um, on Rehov Barilan. It's off Rehov Barilan, and I'm telling you, I, I can't imagine unless they used a helicopter. I can't imagine because um, this was really at the height of of the you know the funeral procession. Um, they did have ambulances getting through, um, so it could be that they got her to uh, to a hospital. But I, I I I would bet that she gave birth at home. And you and you, <laughs> and, you and you and you said if it was a boy, you'd bet you know the name. <laughs> <laughs> Figured that, yeah. I'll tell you, one of the amazing things that I have to I have to share with you is uh, that it, it's something that I was talking to my, uh, to, to my daughter uh, Naima about it uh, just uh, just a few minutes ago. The the tremendous love. And, and, and affection that especially the Sephardi community had for Ravadi Yosef. 
where, you know, we've, like I said, I, I was at Ravel Yashov's funeral, and obviously people, even people who had a close connection to him um, were obviously very sad, but I'm telling you, it was as if thousands and hundreds of thousands of people lost their father. I mean, there were, I don't know how many people I saw with torn shirts and torn jackets, women sobbing, sobbing. And, and it, it, we don't realize the depth of connection that, um, that especially the Sephardi people, but there were a, a tremendous amount of Ashkenazi people uh, there as well. A, pro, a tremendous amount of non, uh, non-observant people were there. I mean, you have 12% uh, of, the, of, the, uh, of the population of the country. You have to have a whole bunch of different people there. But uh, it, it, it was just it was amazing to me. And there were, I, I have to say this, there were obviously some times where it was dangerous. And, but for the most part, in the area that I was, which you're familiar with now, sure. it, it, the, most of the people there were, were acting... You know, we're, we're acting as if they were coming to their father's funeral, and they were not trying to push, and they knew they would never, ever get in. There's no chance they would get in. And they were standing there just to pay their respects. It was, uh, you know, and, and it's interesting because we know, we know Rubavadia, obviously, as a, uh, a halachic giant, a Torah giant, as Rabbi Goldwasser just said. And, and in, in, the, in the last few years, he's had a tremendous amount of influence in the political arena. But even his uh, political adversaries, let's call them, um, over the last few weeks, we're calling for people to daven for him and to and to say tell him for him, you know, respecting the fact that this was a tremendously a tremendous person. Unbelievable. <laughs> Is the uh, feeling uh, still in the air today? Has this been the discussion with everybody you've met on the streets of Jerusalem? Well, it's interesting. It really it started at one twenty yesterday. Uh, I happened to have been on Rechov Hanavim when it happened. In fact, I called you when it happened and. Right. Uh, it, it, it was like everywhere you walked from from that time on until the funeral, every conversation, every phone conversation. Well, you know, one guy I walked by, a guy, well, I can't leave now. I have to go to the funeral. Another guy said, well, yeah, if you should for sure come in now because if you come in later, it's going to be too packed to come in. I mean, it, it was just everyone was uh, was thinking about how they can possibly take part in in in, uh, in the in the final uh, in the final cover for Ravadio safe, and today. You know, obviously, there's uh, a tremendous amount of mourning in, in the Sephardi community, and, and it will carry on for a long time, I believe. The uh, I'm sure the media presence was insane in general, obviously. But what about at the cemetery itself? Was there a whole area just set aside for for trucks and and uh, media people? Yeah, by the time I got there, and I told I think I told you I got there around six thirty, quarter to seven, and when we got in, so there already were you know, big booms with lights, and I think that those were provided for the actual funeral, but were obviously being used by the media. There was a lot of TV cameras. They were on top of the office building in Sanhedrin Cemetery. There were a lot of media people there um, to get a bird's eye view. Um, Unbelievable. It wasn't, it wasn't as overrun as I expected it to be. Um, also, you know, there is another entrance to, to the Sanhedrin Cemetery, right. which I believe is the entrance they used to get, um, to get um, the... Uh, the Hever Kadisha van into the cemetery, and that is usually closed. So I think a lot of people were coming in that way, and I wasn't able to see from there. Unbelievable. Um, this is uh, what have you heard, especially on the Hatzalah radio, about what was going on on roads coming into Jerusalem? Like, were there reports that you were listening to in terms of people who were trying to get in but never would get in? Um, yeah, that's not something that that uh, we would have heard. I mean, the, the channel that we were listening to was actually just you know trying to. 
uh, let us know about anything that was going around, you know, that we had to take part in to help out. But so what the news traffic? Did, I think that's did the news which, uh, did the news look, say look that look pl- pictures on the internet? Did the news say that plenty of people who wanted to get in couldn't get into the city? Um, I didn't hear that, but it has to be true. I mean, it, it was just it was the, the city was totally overrun. You know, I got a cab from uh, around twelve fifteen last night. I got a cab, and 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 the guy told me who was driving the cab that uh, it's just basically the police were very smart. I mean, they shut down more roads than they quote unquote had to, at least according to him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was a very wise move because I don't think anyone really anticipated exactly what what kind of. Uh, I can only use the word "crush of humanity" would come to this. I mean, you just, you said uh, something to me yesterday that might indicate, in one and and one piece of analysis, um, just how beloved Ravad Yosef was and what the future is in terms of how people will uh, remember him. You said to me, "We will never again have a problem getting a minion at the Sanhedria Cemetery." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no question. And by the way, that was uh, a lot of the Siegel family has echoed that sentiment since, uh, since then. Um, yeah, uh, it, there's, there's no question that uh, that uh, yeah, because he, because he, when he, we would go to the cemetery, remember, we'd be the only ones there most of the time. Right, exactly. And it's not a cemetery as as maybe we've discussed it on the air before. It's not a cemetery that doesn't have right. other people of fame. And, uh, I mean, Ravari Levin, who's the uh, the tzaddik of Yerushalayim, is buried there. Uh, Rav Herzog, who was the chief rabbi, is buried there. So it's not like you know. But you're right. Um, what should we call it? It's 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 not it's it's it's. There's no question that that Ravadio says Kever is going to become a place where people are going to to visit on an ongoing basis. There's no question about it. Based on well, we've seen, listen, that you and I, if you remember, we met Rabbi Yosef, uh, I hate to say how long ago it was, when we were in high school. He came right. to visit our high school. That's right. And, and I think one of the, one of the things that's interesting is that then, at that point, he was the chief rabbi. He was called the, uh, the, the Rishon Lutzion. Right. They never stopped calling him Rishon Lutzion. Right. You know, even with other, you know, great Sephardi rabbis who have taken the, uh, the role of chief rabbi, but, uh, you know, even they, even they, who were there in the hospital when he died, and you know they also um, respected him as the Sephardi rabbi that was the man who uh, who was the halachic decisor and and obviously the the leader of the Sephardi community. Unbelievable! I thank you for sharing uh, yesterday with us uh, a sad day, but certainly a historic day to say the least in the state of Israel. And thank God, it seems based on what you said that uh, there were some injuries and there was it was a rough time but uh, it looks like and I have to say you know obviously I'm a member of Atsala and uh, a proud member of Atsala so and I listen you know I I don't do a lot in terms of uh, going around as much as you've uh, been uh, putting out commercials for how great I am around the show but that's basically that's where I live so that's where I am but there I have to take my hat off not only to them but to <clears throat> to all the you know the policemen and, and and the soldiers and and of course Magin David Dome and everyone who was involved because it was a it was a major major effort beyond anything I don't think anyone could comprehend and I think they did a fantastic job and even if it wasn't unexpected everybody you know had to jump into action because nobody knew you know exactly what was going to happen and when and, it and there was a lot of cooperation um, I, I felt you know just being someone on the other side for once and there's working with the police and. I felt that, for the most part, there was a tremendous amount of respect for what was happening. Obviously, a lot of uh, you know concern for the safety of the people, but understanding why it was happening, and um, and and I felt that the you know for the most part there was a 
there was an interest in keeping people safe, but also being respectful of what, what was going on. Yeah, when I asked you about the police getting rough with the crowd, you said to me they had no choice. They had they, there was no way to wait. Right, to... there was no choice. I mean, it's it's. I'm sure there'll be stories that, that pop up here or there, but you know, being there on the scene, seeing what was happening, there, there was not there was no question that if the police would not have acted the way they did, there would have been more injuries, and who knows how severe they would have been. All right. Uh, Rabbi Egal Siegel, excellent. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. We should meet on uh, on happy occasions. Thank you. There he is, Rabbi Egal Siegel from Jerusalem. He was there in the thick of things, to say the least. Great analysis of uh, what it was like to be uh, at the funeral of Rabbi Vad Yosef. And um, I thank him for joining us from Jerusalem here on a Tuesday morning at JM and AM, eight minutes before eight o'clock.
with uh, Vey Rastich off the Shattered Glass album. Rabbi Sons with Umacha before that. 8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of the action every weekday morning with us here at JM and the AM. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning... Uh, Ellie Hagler and the Jewish Reaction Program. And as usual, he has put together a great show. He always does. And uh, today's no exception. Nine o'clock this morning on the stream. <laughs> People posted pictures from last night's wedding. Some great, <laughs> some great photos. Um, uh, coming up, where, where's my, uh, Nahum Siegel Network announcement. There it is. Ellie Hagler later today on the stream at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. 
the Jewish Reaction Program. He's joined by Batya Jacob, Director of International Resource Center for Inclusion in Special Education, discussing two upcoming special ed conferences, the importance for teachers to continue their education and the ability to walk in the shoes of an individual with special needs. He'll have musical selections from the Best of the 80s album in honor of uh, Rib Shlomo's upcoming uh, 19th yard site. And um, Rib Shlomo's yard site is a week from Sunday. We spoke about it yesterday with Oneg Shemesh. If you missed that show, make sure to head to the archives for some amazing live music in our studio yesterday right here at JM and the AM. Really amazing. Oneg Shemesh yesterday here at JM and the AM. Um, so Ellie Hagler between 9 and 10. At 10 o'clock, I will speak to her. I've been Yaman Lau, author of um, uh, Jeremiah, the most recent book from Magid Books on Jeremiah, author of... Uh, the Sages series, uh, Volume 3, just came out in English, all part of Corin Publishers' Magid Book series. And um, Rabbi Benjamin Lau from Israel, one of the world's foremost authorities on Harav Avad Yosef. We will spend a few minutes at the beginning of the hour at 10 o'clock speaking about the life of Harav Avad Yosef. So check that out on our stream at jmnam.org. ZK will do a live lunch at 11. Tonight is 9 at 9. 9 p.m. tonight, Yassi's Wag begins. It'll be the inaugural edition of the top nine list known as Nine at Nine every Tuesday night on our stream at jmnam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. should be very, very interesting. If you haven't voted yet, go to the Nine at Nine tab at the top of NahumSiegel.com and vote if you haven't voted for your favorite song of the week. We're looking forward to a great countdown segment every single Tuesday night. Three minutes after the hour. Lipa's next. This is JM in the AM. Le malo, le mato, le malo, le mato, durum, durum, 
Moshe Hecht, God is alive and well in Jerusalem, off the Yes Legacy. Shirley Williger had the Rebbe's Nigun. Nochi Kron, Dea Es Hashem. Days are coming, Yehuda Green, that amazing Kalbach selection. Reb Shleimah's yard site a week from Sunday. Lipa opened up the hour with uh, Mizrach off of Leap of Faith. Oh, I wonder if that's on the list for the 9 at 9. i got to ask Yassi's why. Tuesday morning, JM and the AM on this 8th of October, 4th of Marrakeshwin. If you missed my conversation with Rabbi Yigal Siegel about what it was like being a, a member of Hatzalah yesterday in the midst of uh, 800,000 people in Jerusalem for Rabbi Vadya's uh, funeral, uh, check out the archive later on. He joined us just after 7.30 this morning after Rabbi Goldwasser's words regarding uh, the life of Chacham Ovadia. Partly cloudy with a high 69. We're at 54 right now. Yes, he's wide with us live via telephone. It's not a Z-Report live lunch day. In fact, ZK is going to be doing our live lunch today. But today is a significant day on the Nahum Siegel Network, to say the least. It's the inaugural edition of 9 at 9, a concept that Yossi Zweig brought to us and has brought now to fruition. And it will be official this evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when he starts counting down, based on your votes, the top nine songs in the world of Jewish music. No more questions about how a countdown 
or a numerically arranged popularity list in Jewish music is done. It's all based on your votes. One vote per computer. Go to the 9 at 9 tab at the top of AlchemSiegel.com and participate right now. Yossi Zweig, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum Siegel. Always a pleasure. First can, thing in the morning. Can people still vote? When's the voting close? The voting will close at 7 p.m. tonight. Eastern time. Eastern time. I'm, I must tell you, though, that... Uh, Wait, before you go on, is Mizrach in it, I wanted to ask you? Mizrach is not in it. It should have been, no? It, there's a lot of things that should have been. Yeah, Unfortunately, I can't give our listeners a list of 60 songs to choose from. Are any Lipa songs on the list? Currently, no. But remember, anybody could add any song they want. 100%. So, so the way it works is as follows. We give you a list of 16 to 20 songs that we gauge are hot, you know, which we are collecting that information from listeners either via email. They could shoot us an email, zweig, Z-W-E-I-G, com, or they can send us a Twitter message or Facebook message, whatever song they think that should be added, or... On the poll, there is a space at the bottom, enter your own artist. Now, just by entering an artist, the name isn't going to appear, because then we have another 100 artists or so. <laughs> right. However, if there are a certain amount of votes, be it 20 or 50, once that name hits that amount of votes, it starts appearing on the poll. Oh, I got you. That's good. Yeah, 100%. So I, I, I must tell you, Nachum, you know, when you, when you, when you set up a system... It systematically only allows one IP address. That means one computer. Which means if you are a music fan and you're in your teens and you go to a Brooklyn Public Library and you vote on each computer there one time, only one vote is being counted. Right. Which one I th- vote. So that means we had to have unique individual votes from each IP address. Correct. Five members in the House, five people voting, only one vote getting counted. We have over 450 individual unique votes. Nice! So households that have one computer have to get together and decide what they're voting for in advance. Uh, well, you know, it, it bring, we were bringing families together. Yeah, I like that. Yes, he's Weig is with us, 9 o'clock tonight. Will it take more than 60 minutes to get through the top nine songs? I definitely hope not, since we have another new program starting afterwards. <laughs> Good point. Um, no, I mean, i got to tell you, I, I'm qu- quite pleasantly surprised with the results. I am I am thrilled with the togetherness of the Jewish music artists. I'm sure you've been following Twitter and Facebook all week. The yep. fact that artists who are featured on the top nine are telling their followers right. and their friends to go vote. And I've seen the difference between a day or two to where they didn't say anything to all they did, where one number overtook the number one spot in a matter of days. Ooh, so you know this moment... The top nine. I can tell you at this moment what the top nine are, although it can change drastically throughout the day. In other words, the first few positions are very close. The first two positions are about 25 votes difference. Interesting. And I thought one was going to be it, and I was like, oh, that, that, that can't really be it. And, they have ten, and everyone has ten and a half hours to vote. And everyone has ten and a half hours to vote. By the way, I that we should we should do a contest, and it was a very unique contest. Nachum suggested this is a good idea that people should send in what they think the top nine at nine is going to be. Right. That means each song with the artist, right? And Ma- which slot they're right. going to? I be. mean, I think it's almost impossible. That's why I think it's so good. I think we need to come up with a massive prize. A yeah, ma- that's, that's what I was thinking. A we massive should, prize. I mean, this. I I got to ask our friends at Adorama for something like a five hundred dollar uh, gift card. 
like a massive prize for anybody who literally can name. And the truth is, after this week, it'll be a lot easier. People will see the trend of voting. But, right. but, Plus, but you know, I mean, if we're doing contests like this, I can't post the next day. Here is the previous week's top top uh, nine at nine. Well, you're going to have to make it known somewhere in print. You're right, right. Plus, you know, I guess the contest would only go till about the live, the hour of the live broadcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say, stuff. I would say, ended at seven o'clock, where people have to literally choose the top nine. If they get it exact, they win some type of massive prize. Jesse Zweig is with us tonight. It starts nine at nine at nine p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmtheam.org. I hate to jump ahead, but I'm curious yeah. when when does week two voting begin? Week two voting begin Wednesday morning. Meaning, like when JMM starts, about the time that JMM starts. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get it up Wednesday night. We we're already we're uh, we are already shuffling songs. <laughs> Meaning, you know, I'm sure as you know, the Maccabees released a brand new music video yesterday. Right. Uh, I sent you over the track a couple minutes ago. The, but, uh, I, the, it's called Cups officially. What's the name of Tech. The, the secular version of the song has a different name, but it's known as Cups because of the amount of videos that have been released with this uh, ah. drumming of the cups, which i got to tell you my daughters were doing here last night. <laughs> I came home from work about 7 o'clock. They, uh, they were watching the video. I went straight to Minchomar. I got back, and she's like, Kyle, look, and she already mastered one part of the song with the cup. Very nice. So, uh, you know, that song's probably going to be added. Uh, the new Shal Shal Asialvi Abbas song, which was not added in week one, will definitely be added in week two. And obviously songs that we see are not getting uh, any big votes over there are probably going to slip away. Plus, as new material is being released, the uh, paradigm is going to shift, and you're going to see people saying, hey, you know, this new album just came out. I popped into my car. I can't get this song out of my head. So... You know, the amount, the, the difference of songs are going to start swapping out as well. All right, this is going to be very interesting. Very interesting to see what ends up in those nine slots tonight between right. 9 and 10 o'clock Eastern Time. And now, you of course, those that can't listen live oh, what for they various do? reasons, whether they're at a Daf Yomi, sure, you know, it'll be down the cops. Well, if someone's in Israel, it's 4 a.m. So what? If you love Jewish music, this is what you got to I'm sacrifice. just saying, someone might be sleeping and they'll miss it. What do they do? Right. Well, first of all, those who don't have internet and you're listening to Nachum on the radio right now, you can go to our listen line. Correct. And you can listen live tonight, be it if you're in the United States or you're in Israel. We have uh, a number of listen lines, and you can find those out on the NachumSiegel.com website. Right. Uh, most people, I would say 85 to 90% of the people, have smartphones today. Right. We have a beautifully designed Nachum Siegel Network app for both iPhone and for Android. Yes, we don't have a BlackBerry one, but uh, we're still we're, we're still waiting to see what's doing with BlackBerry. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't there a, a bid on BlackBerry like Cholamite uh, Sukkus or something? Yeah, they were in the news recently. Right, um, and then, then of course the archive. The archive will be up. You know, there, uh, what is it? A couple hours after the show, I would say the morning after the show, probably. Yeah. It might be up by late tonight. If not tomorrow morning, you'll be able to catch it, folks, and literally. Play that archive all week long. I'm sure it'll be of great 100%. interest. To and I must mention to you, Nachum, one of one of my close friends works for a music distributor, Jewish Music, and he was going around to stores, uh, bringing you know some of the new CDs and exchanging. And uh, he got asked by a couple of the store owners, uh, "What's the story with this Top Nine and Nine show?" You know, a lot of the Judaica stores they'll have one CD on repeat the entire day. Right. <laughs> for a guy in the store, if he likes one or two songs on that album. 
he has to wait an entire hour until you get back to that one song that he likes. Mm -hmm. And it can be nerve-wracking. And they wanted to know, they asked my friend, if it's possible to get the show to play in the store. Because you're getting a, a wide variety of selection from fans who are gauging what is hot right now. And uh, we were blown away by the request. Uh, we're going to work out something with the stores. And I guess, you know, anybody else who has a business or a store who feels that they want to air the top nine and nine on the store should uh, contact us. You know, send an email to me, Zweig, Z-W-E-I-G-N, NachumSiegel.com. And we'll, you know, we'll gladly hook you up with, you know, with, uh, we have a commission or two that you have to do in order to let people know what it is they are listening to. But right, we'll let you know how that works. The fact that stores are inquiring, you know, and people, you know, it's, it's making a splash, and, uh, and I'm really happy about it. All right, 30 years later, we finally have what's going to be a countdown based on the votes of listeners through the web. Check it out, folks. Go to NachumSiegel.com. The tab at the top says 9 at 9. Tonight is the show, 9 p.m. Eastern Time with Yossi Zweig. What will be number one? We will find out within 60 minutes of the start of that program. You can vote until 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Check it out and enjoy. Thank you, Yossi. Good luck tonight. No problem, Nachum. Thank you. I hope you'll be tuned in. I certainly will. Not only do you get to hear the top nine songs uh, and play that in your store wherever you want to play it, you get to get uh, you get the opportunity to hear Yossi Zweig's commentary as well. So he'll be hosting and he'll be taking care of all that tonight. Nine at nine. Tuesday morning broadcast, JMNAM. Speaking of the stream, Ellie Hagler with a great OU Jewish reaction show coming up at nine o'clock on our stream right after JMNAM this morning. And I'm uh, uh, doing an interview with Rabbi Benjamin Lau coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I want to thank the folks from Corin Publishers who made him available. Two great works of his will speak up, but we'll start the hour at 10 o'clock speaking about uh, the person that, um, that he did his uh, doctoral thesis about, and that's Harav Avad Yosef. So that should be very interesting. Coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmnam.org. Then, of course, a live lunch with ZK and plenty more going on. Tomorrow on this program, Yeshiva University students who spend time recently in Nairobi. Nairobi, Kenya. They'll be here tomorrow right here at JMNAM. And I'm also told that Rabbi Chaim Hagler of Yeshiva at Noam is going to be visiting us tomorrow. Uh, Yeshiva at Noam in Bergen County, my uh, friend for the last many decades, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, is scheduled for tomorrow. Here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast. This is um, what Yessi Zweig was mentioning. The brand new video from the Maccabees.
In the AM, Habibi done by uh, Yaakov Shweki from Libib Mizrach. Uh, before that, the Maccabees, brand new with Draw You Crowd. You know they have over 53,000 hits already on YouTube on that song. Unbelievable. Done really well. Done really well. They have a good video uh, director. I just got a call from our good friend Larry Spivak. Today is the official announcement from uh, our good friend uh, Charles J. Hines. Joe Hines, the DA of Brooklyn, is officially running on the Republican uh, ticket as of 11 o'clock this morning. There hasn't been an official public announcement yet, even though everyone knows this news already. But the official public announcement happens on uh, the steps of Brooklyn Borough Hall today at 11 a.m. And our good friend Larry Spivak, as a sign of gratitude to uh, the DA, is going to be... uh, presiding over the um, short ceremony. So good luck, Larry. And um, we don't normally choose sides in elections, but it's a well-known fact that we have had an unbelievable relationship for the last 20-plus years with Charles J. Hines, so we wish him good luck. Like we wish everybody on Election Day good luck. Partly cloudy, high 69. We're at 54 on a Tuesday. JM in the AM, good morning all. Tomorrow, Yeshiva University students who spent some time in Nairobi, Kenya, recently. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but we'll find out. They're here tomorrow at JM in the AM. And um, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, Yeshiva Noam, is scheduled to join us as well tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. So when Bibi Netanyahu, and many of you, of course, know at this point that I was very into uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's, uh, the Prime Minister's speech at the UN last week. There were certain parts I played over and over and over on the air. And one of the psukim, one of the passages that he quoted from Amos, included the words, Velo Yinachu. And of course, being somewhat familiar with Jewish music, I was thinking of the Dove Shurin song, Velo Yinachu as he was saying those words, as the Prime Minister was saying those words. 
And um, I just got a call from Film Guy, and I was able to search for this online. If you search Shurin Netanyahu, someone has put together the Prime Minister's words with the song of Dove Shurin. Pretty good job, I must say. Pretty good job. Here it is, straight from YouTube on JM and the AM. In our time, the biblical prophecies are being realized. As the prophet Amos said, they shall rebuild ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine. They shall till gardens and eat their fruit. And I will plant them upon their soil, never to be uprooted again. Veshavti etshvut ami Yisrael, uvanu arim neshamot vayashavu, v'natu kramim v'shatu et yinam, v'asu ginot v'achlu et piryam, v'netatim al admatam, v'lo yinatshu od. Ladies and gentlemen, the people of Israel have come home never to be uprooted again. My grandfather, Nathan, and his younger brother, Judah, were standing in a railway station in the heart of Europe. They were seen by a group of anti-Semitic hoodlums who ran towards them, waving clubs, screaming, death to the Jews. My grandfather shouted to his younger brother to flee and save himself. And he then stood alone against the raging mob to slow it down. They beat him senseless. They left him for dead. And before he passed out, covered in his own blood, he said to himself, What a disgrace. What a disgrace. The descendants of the Maccabees lie in the mud, powerless to defend themselves. He promised himself then that if he lived, he would take his family to the Jewish homeland and help build a future for the Jewish people. I stand here today as Israel's Prime Minister because my grandfather kept that promise. If Israel is forced to stand alone, Israel will stand alone. Yet in standing alone, Israel will know that we will be defending many, many others. We are an ancient people. 
We date back nearly 4,000 years to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have journeyed through time. We've overcome the greatest of adversities. And we reestablished our sovereign state in our ancestral homeland, the land of Israel. Now the Jewish people's odyssey through time has taught us two things. Never give up hope. Always remain vigilant. The right of the Jews to return to the land of Israel and rebuild the Jewish temple in Jerusalem. I'll tell you, if, if you're a Dove Shuren fan, you got to see some of the visuals in uh, that video. Just amazing. If you go to YouTube and search Dove Shuren Netanyahu, it'll come up. Velo Yinachu, words that the Prime Minister quoted last week at the UN from the prophet uh, Amos, um, together with the song, Velo Yinachu, done by Dove Shuren. Check it out. Seven minutes before nine o'clock. JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Let's continue with Avremo at JM in the AM. Mesha mesha 
It's Avram Freed Amachaya is the title track. I gotta. I hope Yassi Zweig is listening, because Aaron Schechter just texted me that anybody who can name the nine at nine in order, any week, first person to do it, if they email us before seven o'clock on uh, on Tuesday night with the entire list and they get the whole thing right, they get a, a digital, a Samsung digital camera. He will give a Samsung digital camera. Uh, to anybody who could do that. So thank you to Aaron Schechter and everybody at Adorama who always come through with some great prize for our listeners. And uh, now you have a ch- now it's really worth it, folks. Sit down and try to make that, try to get into the minds of those who are voting for the 9 at 9 for tonight. Tomorrow, Yeshiva University has students who have uh, just returned from Nairobi, Kenya. We'll speak with them in studio tomorrow morning here at JMNAM. Rabbi Chaim Hagler is going to join us. A uh, few people are wondering about Ding and the big Hask announcement because we did say that today would be the day that we would announce the Hask lineup for January 12th. Right? Today was the day. Um, yesterday I spoke with Ding and he was like, it's 90% done. I don't know if we should. I guess he decided we were not doing it today <laughs> because I didn't hear from him. So as soon as we know... When the official Hask announcement is coming, believe you me, you'll have it right here at JM and the AM. That I can tell you. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Twitter, Nachum Siegel Net. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. That closes out a Tuesday broadcast. Thanks so much for joining us. ZK has a live lunch coming up at 11. At 10, I speak to Rabbi Benjamin, uh, Rabbi Benjamin Lau about his most recent works and about the life of Rav Yosef. And 9 o'clock right now, Ellie Hagler with the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming at you on the stream at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you. 
Remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.